Welcome to the Bone Cement Podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020. It's a beautiful sunny afternoon here in Israel, and my name is Ellie Sheva, and I'd like to welcome Dr. Omri Rudberg to our show. Dr. Rudberg graduated from Hadassah School of Dental Medicine at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. He is the former general director of the postgraduate program for geriatric dentistry in the Yad Sarah Geriatric Dental Clinic in Jerusalem. He was a scholar in residence at the Hadassah Faculty of Dental Medicine and served as the chairman of the Israeli Society of Geriatric Dentistry and head of the unit for the elderly and systemic involved patients at the Tel Aviv Sarathi Medical Center. Dr. Rudberg is a diplomat of the International Congress of Dental Implants and practices implant surgery and rehabilitation in his private clinic situated in the central part of Israel. Dr. Rudberg is a lecturer and workshop conductor in oral implantology advanced methods and has about 25 years of experience in surgery and dental implants. He is at the forefront of the field of implantology and we are honored to have him as our guest today. Dr. Rudberg, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. And thank you for inviting me to this uh, podcast. I'm very happy. It's our pleasure. Um, would you like to start by telling us a little bit about yourself, um, you know, beyond, uh, beyond your professional life? I'm a, a general practitioner. And I, uh, as you introduced me so kindly, <laughs> I, uh, I used to work a lot with uh, geriatric patients. And uh, I switched to uh, uh, more implantology. And uh, this is what uh, uh, I do today, and this is what my clinic is based on. We do uh, immediate loading on atrophic jaws, uh, Mm -hmm. utilizing uh, tilted implants and uh, more and more uh, uh, sophisticated uh, solutions to severe cases of atrophy in the maxilla and in the mandible. Sure, you get to help a lot of people that way. Uh, yes, we treat a lot of uh, people, as many as we can, <laughs> and uh, uh, it, it's amazing the the ability of uh, of uh, changing their lifestyle and their life uh, um, abilities and uh, um, and characters because. Uh, People are coming uh, when they have uh, full or partial dentures. Mm -hmm. And in other places, they are told they don't have enough bone in order to have implants. Mm. And and we turn the wheel upside down. We tell them that not only we can give them a solution, it can be with uh, an immediate loading. So uh, we deliver the bridge uh, within 24 hours. Wow. So you're giving a lot of these people another chance after they've been turned down. Yes. And people have been walking with full dentures for decades, for a long time. And now we give them uh, a solution and they they have uh, fixed prosthesis uh, after so long that they had uh, removable and... uh, their life is totally changed and it is so uh, quick. So, so this is uh, something that we do and I'm very proud uh, and serving this uh, service to, um, to people. It's, uh, 
it's a privilege that I have to, to change people's life. I think that uh, dentistry uh, in common is something that we don't, uh, we don't do dreams. We, don't, uh, we are very practical. Mm -hmm. If a tooth is broken, someone has come to the clinic and we can fix it. We can give him, uh, it's very, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's very materialized. It's very something that we do and it's there. Mm -hmm. uh, other than other uh, uh, services that people give that you have to appreciate after a long uh, journey, you have to appreciate if something was done or not. Uh, it's very, uh, quick in dentistry it is uh, satisfying although it has his, uh, its uh, difficulties and uh, uh, high expectations and uh, it's it's got its uh, problems uh, mm -hmm. it's not, not everything is so uh, uh, nice and, uh, <laughs> and pleasant it's always involved with uh, patients but the overall is very satisfying um, why did you choose to become a dentist? <laughs> this is interesting. I think the main thing was that I uh, I come from the field. I mean, my uh, my father is a urologist, mm -hmm. and uh, I always joke joke that he's a real doctor. So, <laughs> okay, so so he's a urologist, and my elder brother is a urologist too. So I always thought that I, that I couldn't uh, do anything only with treating people in a clinic. Uh, and I didn't want to become a physician because of the life in the, in the unit with the boss. I wanted to be my own boss from the beginning. Uh, so I turned to dentistry. And uh, in dentistry... I turned to something that uh, I do uh, major surgeries. I, it's not major surgeries, it's, but it's big uh, surgeries in dentistry. And uh, there's a lot of uh, tents and uh, we do uh, big things for people. It's not heart surgery and it's not brain surgery, but uh, it's big enough things to do. And there was another thing mm -hmm. I knew it has to be something involving treating people. And when I was uh, like uh, uh, 12 or 13, um, my parents took me to do orthodontics, to level my teeth. And uh, I had such a good experience. And the same thing that I, I, I say today, it was so uh, target uh, directed they knew where they gone uh, where they're gonna go they did it so professionally mm -hmm. they were so clean everything there there was clean and bright and they 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 just succeeded doing exactly what they wanted and everyone was happy it was a a, a wonderful experience and i studied with the daughter of, of that uh, really of that orthodontist yes she was an orthodontist in Tel Aviv and I studied with her daughter which is now a famous orth orthodontist for herself 
And um, what is your dental credo? As I said, it's uh, it's having the the ability to serve people and to help to help them uh-huh. and to improve their their uh, way of life, their uh, yeah, well being, and uh, uh, doing that a lot of information involved. Uh, you have to be a good technician, and you have to know the biology biology. Well, mm-hmm. and you have to know how to work with people. All of this combined together brings you the ability to uh, help people and earn from it. Tell us a little bit about your clinic. What kind of procedures are done there? Yes, uh, I run a, a clinic with uh, um, a few other um, dental professions that are, that are working with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the clinic, in the clinic, we give uh, almost uh, um, everything, every subject, subject in dentistry, um, aesthetics, um, endodontal treatment, uh, and uh, rehabilitation, of course. And um, uh, as for myself, uh, I'm more concentrated in. Uh, uh, oral surgery and rehabilitation on my implants. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, what I do. That I uh, I, I do uh, immediate loading on atrophic bone and right. immediate loading uh, um, in general. Um, so we can treat uh, full arches, full maxilla or mandible, or we can do it partially and smaller regions, but the idea is that someone is coming with a problem and in 24 hours he's got a a fixed prosthesis and usually after half a year we give him uh, another one. But even the first bridge is already with a metal frame inside and it is uh, of course screw retained. so we get uh, very good results. And this is what uh, I do mainly, personally. Really changes their quality of life, it sounds like. Was this change um, to, uh, to implants inspired at all by your time working with uh, in geriatric dentistry? Yes. Uh, nowadays, it helps me a lot. Because uh, many of my surgeons, I still do uh, free-handed. Uh, guided. I do uh, a lot of guided uh, surgery too. Still, I do a lot of uh, free-handed uh, implantology. And then when you uh, insert the implant, you have to understand where the teeth is going to be, mm-hmm. even with a full arch. And this is something complicated. Yes. And you have to mm-hmm. understand uh uh, where the the you want to have the uh, the screw of the multi unit uh, to appear, mm-hmm. and this kind of understanding of uh, comes from geriatric, from building de- dentures to people. I know, uh, I can imagine in my brain, I can imagine where the teeth are going to be in the future, although right. they do not exist now. And this uh, helps me a lot. For example, one of the hardest things is uh, at the end of the surgery, 
we have to give the lab in a very accurate uh, way, we mm-hmm. have to give the lab the relationship between the maxilla, for example, and its implants, which are new. We, we could not take the measurement in advance. So we have to give the exact um, position of the implants towards the other jaw, the teeth or the, or the structures on the other jaw. And this is very hard to do because you are very tired. The patient is terribly tired right. have to have a central relation uh, in, at this point. This is hard. And this is where geriatric uh, uh, dentistry helps me a lot. I can make a, a wax rim and point and, and direct the, the patient to get to a, a, a central occlusion or central re- relation. What happened with geriatric is that uh, uh, I knew how very well to make uh, full dentures. I came to the level that uh, I was walking in uh, nursing homes and in uh, um, uh, old people uh, houses. I was walking and uh, I, would, I was able to um, make uh, full dentures, for example, in just four appointments. Uh, it's very uh, short period of time and I could uh, make the, the, the full dentures for them. But then uh, eventually I understood that uh, I'm uh, the best man in doing a horrible <laughs> solution. <laughs> the solution sucks. I'm sorry for the language. Uh-huh. It's, right? it's, it's a very bad solution. The, the, the full dentures, it blocks the taste and it, uh, uh, it's, it's trying to uh, mimic the bite forces of teeth. We try to give them uh, while leaning on soft tissue and it doesn't work. They right. cannot bite properly. And, and uh, uh, the lower denture is not always uh, loose and uh, it's very hard to make. Um, I really could make very stable and very good, but I thought to myself that I'm the best one to make <laughs> a very bad solution. And nowadays I, I take people who, who are wearing uh, dentures mm-hmm. and they get rid of dentures or partial dentures. They can, they can get rid of them if they want and if they have the, the ability, of course. But, uh, but mm-hmm. um, I, the aim is uh, yes to everyone. There is no one that uh, we cannot treat one Amazing. way or another. And it goes until uh, I treated people at the age of 90 at, and... Uh, even in, at the age of 96, but at the age, age of 96, I just, I just did two implants to support uh, a lower denture, which, by the way, helps tremendously. I'm sure, uh, yeah. Just two implants in the lower jaw that really, and, and it's a well-known fact for dental professions. Um, so uh, this is what I did at the age of 96, but uh, a full arch I did already at the age of 90. So anyone can and, and, and every, uh, at every uh, stage and in every bone, we can give a solution. If we cannot 
work it out with tilted implants. We go to uh, subperiostal implants mm -hmm. and we are using short implants and I'm using uh, zygomatic implants and many highly sophisticated solutions to, to give a solution to everyone. Um, and how did you first hear about bone cements in this work? Uh-huh. Uh, it's, uh, it's something that uh, uh, travels a lot. Uh, I mean, you see it uh, uh, everywhere and many people are talking about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, as for myself, of course, I had, uh, it was uh, quite a few years ago, but I had my way with it. And uh, I mean, in the first uh, few cases, or oh, there is one case that I remember, uh, everything vanished. Uh, there was not, uh, I didn't have a good uh, outcome. Yeah, but it was uh, many years ago and a uh, few years ago. And uh, uh, since then, I saw so many uh, uh, good cases and uh, in literature and in conventions, I, I met the, the idea. So I, um, and I know uh, uh, Amos Yahav personally. Mm -hmm. And we did some cases uh, together. And I uh, understood that if something is not working, it's, it's my uh, doing it. It's my uh, 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 personal ability. And I changed the things that I had to change. And uh, uh, nowadays I have uh, very good results with, uh, with Ogma, with Bond Appetit and then and the uh, 3D bond. Mm -hmm. So your first time using it was not super successful and yet um, something made you go back to it and keep trying? Yes. The major thing is the exposure to knowledge. Uh -huh. When you see other cases and, uh, and other people uh, using, and uh, I always requested for uh, CTs uh, computerized tomographies of uh, um, sites that were rehabilitated with OGMA and nowadays you can see it uh, widely and when you see the, the, the results you see the, the cases where uh, there was no bone at the beginning and after using the bone uh, there are very very uh, good bone that was um, uh, made and people utilized it for uh, implants. When you see those cases one after the other, um, you start to to trust the the, the material. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is what uh, happened to me. About how long did it take for you to feel like you really got a hang of working with the the materials? It, it's not a lot. Mm -hmm. I had one uh, bad experience and then I left the material for a year or two. But when I came back, uh, after seeing the literature and the cases, when I came back, I, I, I really was interested in the way to do it right. And since then, I, I, do, it, <laughs> I do it right. And I, 
uh, have uh, mice successful with it. Once you know how to do it, it's uh, very easy to handle. This is the, the, the great thing about, the, about this material. It's not, uh, we used to think that uh, uh, the material, the uh, bone, subs bone substitutes should be like uh, um, something that the, the bone will crawl over and build uh, itself um, like a scaffold. So, um, and, and uh, all over the literature, we know that there's a lot of material which, is, which remains from the, from the material that you put. It's all, it's all there, uh, especially the hydroxyapatite uh, mm -hmm. still remains in for uh, many years. And with the Ogma materials, we know that it is uh, completely changed and it's not the material that stays. The material just provokes the body to, uh, to make its own bone. It is volume maintaining and it, it provokes the, the bone to build itself. Well, when it's... Uh, uh, leaving a lot of uh, uh, calcium um, molecules uh, in, in order to, to provoke the, the bone to repair itself. And uh, we have uh, amazing uh, results uh, with it. So easy to use. I mean, it's always there. You just take the syringe and you uh, put the saline in it, you press it. And then it's uh, there. So it's a very um, uh, easy solution. You don't need the membrane, which is another uh, big thing, because until now, uh, all the procedure was much more uh, complicated. Putting the particles in, in, in place, uh, keeping them uh, on the place, not letting them fall. And it with a membrane and sometimes screws to hold the membrane it's much more difficult if you don't have right. to use the membrane it's uh, it's an amaz amazing uh, advantage of the material do you have any advice for clinicians who are just starting to use agma product yes start with the easy cases don't try to make a vertical augmentation uh, but uh, in a socket, in a simple socket preservation procedure, uh -huh. as a matter of fact, now in Israel it's uh, two o'clock, as you mentioned. Yeah. But uh, this is what I did today. Uh, if you have a socket, some a tooth that has to be extracted, mm -hmm. we usually extract teeth when there is there are big uh, voids in the bone around it because of the inflammation. So mm -hmm. you have to clean the place properly. But after than that, uh, it's difficult to use uh, other uh, products with membrane or so, but to put the, uh, the uh, 3D bond uh, or the bond appetite is, uh, is uh, so easy. And then you have to press it firmly with the gauze and cover it with something. I Today, I covered it with a collagen uh, sponge. Mm -hmm. 
I have a, a collagen sponge with the gentamicin in it. I press the collagen sponge and I put it on the, over the 3D bond and then sutured above. And, uh, and that's uh, it. We find, yeah, this is exactly what I did today and what I do nowadays uh, almost every day. Mm-hmm. And the amazing thing is the results, is the things that I see in the, in the city six months later. You get there a real nice bone that you can uh, work with and continue with your implantology or even in, uh, uh, in cases that you're not going to implant. Just mm-hmm. the bone um, uh, socket preservation just to, to, to fill the socket so that you won't have this uh, bone, uh, bone dropping uh, for, uh, as we have in uh, natural healing, uh, you see the bone level is uh-huh. going down and now we can avoid it. If, even if we are not going to use this site for implantology, even if it is a third molar, or a place for uh, that a bridge is gonna be in the future. Mm-hmm. If you want the big ridge to maintain, uh, use the the, the um, Ogma materials, and uh, it's easy to use. And this is how you learn, and you see the the good healing above it, and the crawling of the of the uh, soft tissue to close it because it's bacteriostatic, you don't see inflammation around it. It all looks uh, healthy and you get big (laughs) ridges. This has been a a very interesting year, 2020, um, and and it's almost over. Are there any changes that you're looking forward to, hopefully in the next year, things for um, yourself professionally or just in life in general? I hope for for everyone that uh, Corona will disappear when uh, we will start to have the uh, uh, injections, the mm-hmm. uh, vaccine, the the vaccine for the Corona, and there are rumors that uh, in the states it's gonna uh, it's gonna come in the in the in the next weeks or in the next even days. Um, so I think that things are going to change. Personally, I, I, I don't know what, uh, what will happen with my winter vacation. Hmm. <laughs> Every year I go snowboarding. Snowboarding? And, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is my uh, favorite uh, uh, ski sport. And uh, uh, I always do it with uh, uh, three of my kids. Uh-huh. Uh, they like to come uh, with me. And I really hope that even this year, maybe in uh, February or March, we will be able to go back to normal life mm-hmm. and um, do the things that we do. But uh, this is only sport. I really, uh, I really hope that the world will, and, and Israel will improve because uh, it's not only the, the ski, of course. It's, uh, right. yeah, uh, large problems with economy. 
that uh, although in dentistry it's not immediate because uh, we still have work and people still uh, need us and uh, they, they come and we don't see a great deep inactivity. But, yeah, people uh, are still coming at the same rate to have uh, procedures yes. done. Yes, uh, I work uh, almost as I uh, used to work. Mm-hmm. But uh, things will, will will come because a lot of the people, they, they don't have uh, salaries now. Right. They don't have enough money. So they will eventually, they will uh, postpone uh, great uh, expenses, like uh, uh, things that uh, they don't uh, really need for um, emergencies or uh, life supporting. Uh, right. but great treatments will be postponed because of uh, um, problems in the economy eventually. Um, I hope um, until now everything is okay, but uh, I really wish things to uh, improve and economy to come back to its uh, original uh, state so uh, people will not uh, suffer from it. Absolutely. Ever since the beginning of uh, the year, there have been many kinds of um, online learning opportunities, things like webinars, um, online courses and things like this. Have you been partaking in them? Are they of interest to you? Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm, I'm on the both sides. I, um, I gave some webinars for, for the uh, oral rehabilitation uh, experts uh, for their union, I gave a webinar and I listened a lot. Uh, I, I participated in the course and I improved my knowledge utilizing webinars and uh, it's really uh, improving the, <laughs> the field. It's very amazing because uh, until now um, I was lecturing, for example, in India and in China and in many other countries, in Italy, in, um, uh, in Europe, in the States, if you want to meet like 40 or 60 people and give them a course, you have to have so much energy expended. I had to travel to those countries uh, to have the hotels and uh, it's like a big uh, convention and a lot of money spent. Nowadays, uh, I can give a webinar or a course, and not only me, other other uh, people mm-hmm. that lecture, they can uh, they can reach their audience without having a big uh, convention and drinking this uh, lousy coffee that they have <laughs> in the in the hotels. Uh, mm-hmm. You can drink your own coffee and participate uh, a course in dentistry. I did a, a full course in a, in a subject through the computer in a, in a webinar. Uh, of course, having the informative lectures, uh, it's not a problem at all. Mm-hmm. We can, uh, it's, it's much easier uh, to be at your house listening through the computer. In, in big conventions, I always hear other people talking near me and there, is, there are a lot of interference. My home, in, my, in this room, it's, it's the same room that I'm 
in hand now and mm -hmm. it's very quiet and I can really concentrate uh, on the lecture. And have your good coffee. And have the best <laughs> coffee that I believe. <laughs> uh, and I, I, uh, this course that I participated mm -hmm. was uh, included uh, hands-on. A box was sent to me. I did really hand-on. Uh, um, and I had a special camera that they that they've sent, and they gave me uh, their uh, ideas of what I do. <laughs> they saw what I do. I did it in my clinic, and uh, uh, so I had all the equipment and all the equipment that I'm used to. The same handpiece that I'm used to, and uh, everything was I, I knew everything. And if I needed some material or some instrument, I could have it. But all the instruments were supported in this box. Uh, and I did all the, the whole procedure in my clinic and they could uh, judge me with the, this camera and they, they could uh, give me their uh, opinion. So, so um, the amazing thing that happens is that the corona changed the world. The, the corona forced the world to improve. And uh, until now, I had to travel half the world in order to pe for people to listen to my uh, <laughs> lecture. And now they can do it sitting in their homes. Thank you, Dr. Redberg, for joining us here today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to everyone listening. Tune in for more episodes of the Bonesman podcast or check out our website, agmabio.com, for fascinating clinical cases, webinars, and up-to-date information about Agma Bone Cements.